Say amen. amen How many of you are glad that they're here this morning? Amen, How many of you would rather be here than laying down at one of the funeral homes here today? Amen, How many of you would rather be here to be at home sick? Is there any place else you can think of you'd rather be right now amen. than right here where you're at? Good singing, good teaching. Tony sort of got on a message and them girls uh, singing a song there a while ago and he come across something and that went along with a message that God's laid on my heart today and I've read and I've read and I've looked and I've looked and sometimes it seems like I can just pick a Bible up and God gives me a message on every page you read and sometimes I can pick it up and I'll have to read and read and read and and yesterday evening uh, Lee hid at the house and he said, Pastor, said, you know where you're going to be preaching at tomorrow? And I know I sure don't because God ain't told me yet. But God told me last night. And uh, if you stand with me, I want to read it. It's a very familiar scripture. And probably most of you can quote it. Plumb through. You've heard it all your life. But this is, the Bible tells us that this psalm, has been a favorite of God's people through the ages and with due reason. It expresses simply as expresses as simple and clearly as any role of God. And so in Psalms chapter twenty three, Psalms twenty three, how many can quote that? How many can't quote it? Well, I got a mm-hmm out of a couple, and that's about it. But you ever notice a lot of time we'll read something, we'll talk about something, but when it comes right down to it, we don't really take to heart what it means. But the 23rd Psalm, it is a Psalm of David. And says, the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He maketh me to lie down in green pastures. He leadeth me beside the still waters. He restoreth my soul. Notice how many times he, he, he. He leadeth me in path of righteousness for his name's sake. Yea, though I walk through the valley of of the shadow of death. How many has been there before? Amen, said, I will fear no evil. Why? David said, For thou art with me. Thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. Thou preparest a table before me in the presence of mine enemies. Thou anointest my head with oil. My cup runneth over. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I, I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Heavenly Father, we bow our head once more here this morning. Father, we thank you for the Sunday school hour, the song, the teaching. We thank you, Lord, for the worship songs here that we've had this morning, Lord. But God, we just thank you for the Holy Spirit is here this morning in a mighty way. Father, we miss those that are not here this morning for whatever reason. But God, we thank you for those that are here this morning. 
And Father, we just pray this morning, God, that you will just open up our hearts, minds this morning. Pray, God, that you'll send the anointing down on this, your servant this morning. Because, God, you know and I know that I need you this morning. I know and you know that without you, Lord, I would be nothing and can do nothing. And I sure thank you this morning, God, for this scripture that touched my heart this morning. And we praise you for it. In Jesus' name and God's people all said amen. amen. I picked a message this morning and uh, I titled the message this morning. And it's, uh, it's a psalm of David and it's the Lord who is your shepherd this morning. Who is your shepherd this morning? Now I notice here that David said, David said there in verse 1, he said, the Lord is my shepherd. Amen? Amen. That's telling me this morning, Brother Mark, that David had a personal relationship with Jesus Christ. Amen, it shows me this morning that David knew who his maker was. He knew who his protector was. A shepherd is known as being a protector and a provider. Well, I can say this morning when I read this, you know, it don't read, uh, the Lord is our shepherd. It, David said, the Lord is my shepherd. Amen. Uh, that means that David had a personal uh, relationship with Jesus Christ. Amen. Somebody help me preach and I won't be long this morning. Uh, so when I looked at that this morning and I've read it, I've preached from this, I don't know how many times, but that hit me this morning and the Holy Spirit just showed it to me uh, that David said the Lord is my shepherd. Uh, and I got to thinking about it and I just like the Holy Spirit spoke to me uh, and he said I am also your shepherd uh, this morning. Amen. Uh, if we know Jesus Christ uh, uh, this morning as Lord and Savior uh, then he is our shepherd. Uh, you say we'll talk more about the shepherd. Uh, I'm going to talk more about uh, uh, my shepherd. Uh, I don't know who your shepherd is uh, but I know who my shepherd is. Uh, I met him a long time ago. Uh, uh, just like uh, old Paul on the road to Damascus uh, to do some bad stuff. Uh, but he met the master there that day. Uh, I remember 1983 uh, that I met the master. Uh, and that day when I got down uh, on my knees, hallelujah, uh, I got down on my knees uh, and I said, God, I need you. Uh, uh, God, I need help. Uh, you know, Psalm chapter 50 uh, over there, uh, God said, uh, if you're in trouble, uh, he said, call upon me. Uh, he said, and I will come down uh, and I will help you. Uh, and he said, then you can praise me. Uh, how many times uh, has your shepherd brought you through uh, this and through that? Uh, how many times have you walked through uh, the valley uh, of death? Uh, how many times, my friend, uh, have you walked in the dark paths uh, down the road? Uh, but how many times has your God, uh, how many times has your shepherd uh, delivered you uh, out of it all? Uh, all of your trouble uh, and all of your trial. Uh, but how many times uh, when he's done that, uh, we say he's our shepherd. Uh, but how many times uh, do we go to the house of God? Uh, how many times uh, do we just raise our hands uh, and say, thank you, God. Uh, uh, thank you for being my 
my shepherd. Uh, thank you for being my protector. Uh, thank you for being my help. Uh, somebody help me this morning. Uh, I'm about to explode this morning. Uh, when I think about my shepherd. Uh, hallelujah. Glory be the name of the Lord. Who is your shepherd this morning? Oh, everybody or most people can quote that scripture, but do they really know what it's a saying? David said, he's my shepherd. I want you to know this morning, church, he's my shepherd also. You say, well, he's my shepherd too. If he is your shepherd, we need to start giving God praise. Amen. He delivers us out of so much. I remember the day I met him, Brother Mark. I was in trouble. I was in deep trouble. I mean, I was heading down the road straight to hell. And I began to realize it when God began to talk to me about it. I began to realize it. I'd lived in sin for so long and been so far like the prodigal son down the road. But I had to make up my mind that day that I had to make my way back to where I once was at. And I knew I couldn't get back on my own. And I called upon my shepherd. Hallelujah. I said, I called upon my shepherd. And I said, here I am, Lord. I need help. I need to come back home, Lord. And he said, you ask me and I'll forgive you. I said, God, forgive me of my sins. And help me get out of the gutter. Help me get out of the hog pen. And when I called upon him, guess what? He answered. Amen. Well, glory. He answered me. And he's answered me ever since that day. Jesus said over in the book, I believe it's Psalms, or over in the book of Matthew 6, 24. Jesus said, you cannot serve two masters. You cannot have two different shepherds. He said, you cannot serve God and Mama too. That's God and the pleasures of sin, the pleasure of the world. Uh, you can't have it both ways, my friend. Uh, you can't have the pleasures of sin uh, and have Jesus Christ too. Uh, it just don't work that way. Uh, there's no middle of the wristbands. Uh, I've heard people say, well, uh, uh, some people are in the middle of the road. Uh, they ain't no middle when it comes to salvation. Uh, God said, you're either for me uh, or you against me. Who is your shepherd? Uh, whose side are you on this morning? Good news. David said, The Lord is my shepherd. That's in the Old Testament. Thousands of years ago, uh, David said, The Lord is my shepherd. Uh, well, guess what? Uh, I can say today, uh, after thousands of years, uh, that the Lord is my shepherd. Uh, and I can tell you this, friends, uh, if you know uh, the shepherd, if you know God, uh, if you know David shepherd, uh, then you know my shepherd. Uh, and we all know David shepherd. Uh, and David said, He is my shepherd. David didn't say he's our shepherd. I believe if you're a Christian, you've got to have a special uh, and a personal relationship uh, with, your, uh, with your shepherd, Brother Billy. People talk about having a relationship with the church. I've got a great relationship with my church here today. 
Thank God for it. They've got a great relationship with me. I trust you. You trust me. That's what a church is all about. I need you and you need me. Amen. But let me tell you, we all need this shepherd today. Amen. Woo! Glory, glory, glory. Hallelujah. I said, hallelujah. Praise the name of the Lord. It's what I said. It's what God said. He said, give my people need to rise up and praise me. Because we're all walking through that valley of the shadow of death. We don't know what's going to happen the rest of the day. We don't know what's happening tomorrow. We don't know what's going to happen next week. But I'm telling you, we're all walking through that valley of the shadow of death. We're all in it today. I don't know when my last breath is going to be taken. And I don't know when yours is. But I don't know about you, but I, like David, I know about me. I know who my shepherd is. And I know if I fall dead right now, I know quick as my last breath goes out, I'm going to enter heaven. It's only talked about. I'm going to enter the presence of the Lord. Amen. You say, you mean that quick? I'm going to tell you what my master said, what my shepherd said. He said, when the last breath leaves this body, he said, our spirit returns to God who gave it. And this old body's going back to the dust of the earth. It's about gone anyway. Amen. But thanks be unto God. My shepherd also said that one of these days there's going to be a trumpet sound. Hallelujah. There's going to be a trumpet sound. And the Bible says that the dead in Christ is going to rise first. I want to be in that number. Amen. But I want to tell you if the last breath goes out of me, I'm going to wake up over yonder in the presence of the Lord. Amen. Why? Because I made him my shepherd back in 1983. People say, well, I just can't give up this and I can't give up that. If you turn your life over to this shepherd I'm talking about, he'll clean up your life for you. I have people to tell me all the time, Brother Dean, and I have for years and years, well, I've got to get my life straightened up before I go to church. I've got to get my life straightened up before I make a change. You know what I tell them? You'll never make a change if you're depending on yourself to clean it up because the devil won't let you. Hey, man. I said, what you need, what you need to do is turn your life over to Jesus Christ and accept him and let him do the cleaning. Hey, man. Jesus didn't call me to clean them. He called me to catch them. When I got saved, I tried to do a little cleaning on my own before I realized it when I began to preach. That didn't go too well, Brother Dean. I made a mess out of things. I got to get out of here for a minute. I'm telling you, I made a mess out of things. And God told me one day, I said, you do what I tell you to do. I didn't tell you to clean them. I told you to go out and catch them and bring them in. And then that's all you can do. And you leave them up to me and I clean them up. That's what's the matter with a lot of preachers, a lot of people today. They're trying to clean up an old sinner before they get him saved. You and I can't clean him up. You and I can't cleanse him. But praise God, he can take the violent sinner. Amen. He can wash him and cleanse him and make him whole again. Woo! Glory! Go ahead and praise him, church. That's what he wants. Hallelujah. 
He said, yea, though I walk through the valley of shadow of death, I'll fear no evil. I got to thinking about that when I was a sinner and how many times I walked through that valley of the shadow of death. Places I've been, the things I've done, and the people I've done it with. It embarrasses me to even think about them anymore. I mean, I walked right through the valley of the shadow of death. I had some men sitting outside of a house one night begging me to come out. I was by myself. It was way in the night. Well, I wasn't by myself. I had another with me. And they said, we're going to kill you, boy. We're going to kill you. And I told them, I said, you probably will. But I said, I'm going to tell you guys something. I said, I've got a gun here with me. It's got seven shots in it. And I said, I don't know how many of you are out there. And I'm not going to say you won't take me out. But I'm going to tell you, I'm going to start the first one come through that door. And I ain't going to stop till I run out of shale. I said, so just bring it on. I, went, I didn't think about dying then. I didn't think about dying. But how close was I at the shadow of death? They finally left. And Tony was talking about the dark. There's a good moon that night. My car parked up the road, and I got out, and I looked around, and things quieted down. I was a lot younger then. I didn't see or hear or nothing. He's down on the gravel road, and you talking about throwing gravel going up at my feet. I did. I got out of there. I wasn't afraid of the dark, but I was afraid of what was out there in the dark would be awaiting for me. I've got so much to thank my shepherd Tracy for. I've so much to thank for, Brother Paul. Do you know this shepherd this morning? Do you know this shepherd this morning? He said, He maketh me to lie down in green pastures. He leadeth me beside the still waters. He restoreth my soul. Restoreth means he restored me what I once said. See, I once knew the Lord. I once walked with God when me and my wife got married. And he restored me back in 1983. He restoreth my soul. He leadeth me in. He restoreth my soul. He leadeth me in paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. Why? Because thou art with me. Thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. You know what the rod and the staff represented? It represented a shepherd that took care of his flock. Over in the book of Luke, if you remember the story, when Jesus was born and the angels appeared unto the old shepherds out there on the hillside, smelt like sheep, probably looked like sheep. They were known to be filthy, smelly people tending their sheep. But they were the shepherd of them sheep. And they always carried, you ever notice the picture and wonder what that staff was for, that big staff? You know, we have, we have Christmas, uh, uh, Christmas programs, and it'll show the shepherds a lot of time with these big canes and all the walking. And I often wonder, do they really know what them represent? I'll tell you what it represents. They use them staffs and all to take care of their sheep, to fight off the wild animal. He come in and tried to take them. They'd take them staffs and they'd beat them off and run them off. They would protect their sheep. 
That's why David said this. See, David was a shepherd boy at one time. So shepherd was telling us, he said, He prepared the table before me in the presence of mine enemies. I anointest my head with all. He said, My cup runneth over. When you get the anointing of the Holy Ghost, I'm going to tell you, you, you won't be a drinking much out of your cup. You'll be a drinking out of your saucer, just like that old song song used to sing, you know. said, I'm drinking from a saucer because my cup is overflowing. How long has it been, church, since your cup is overflowed and you had a drink from the saucer? What are you talking about, Brother Ralph? I'm talking about how long has it been since you've had a stirring of the Holy Ghost in here. How long has it been since you just felt like just turning loose and just being blessed, realized how blessed you was turning loose and raising your hand and just praising God instead of sitting back on the seat like we do sometimes, just like we've lost our best friend, just like we've lost everything and, and, and we've got so much to praise Him for. We sang the song, we've got so much to praise God for. Church, we've got a lot to praise God for. You think we ain't, you try going to some of these other country churches and then you'll find out. You'll find out. I'm glad today that I'm free. What about you? Are you glad that you're free today? Aren't you glad you got a house of God to come to? That if you want to shout and hit to the Lord, you ain't afraid to shout? Aren't you glad, Paul, that you come to the house of God and if you feel like just wringing both hands and saying, praise the name of the Lord. Aren't you glad you're free to do that cheer in this house? Aren't you glad you're free if you feel like getting up walking and praising God? Nobody pays no attention to you. Aren't you glad you squall, hey man, and everybody won't turn and look at you? You ever been in a church where you say, hey man, that, and everybody will turn and look at you? They so many, and I'm not putting down churches, they so many of them, it's died spiritually. I'm talking about died spiritually. Good people in them. But this just come along little by little by little. They have died so spiritually that they're spiritually dead. And a sad part of it is they don't really realize it. That's a sad part. I don't know how pastors pastor churches that way. Well, a lot of them don't because a lot of them quit. But a lot of the pastors is the cause of it. You've got to feed the flock. David said, the Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. Do you know David's shepherd this morning? Do you want another one? There's a lot of them out there. But they ain't one shepherd. True shepherd. And that is Jesus Christ. I tell you what, sometimes I gotta pinch myself, Brother Dean. I gotta reach over and pinch myself. You say, what for? Because I don't deserve to be blessed like I'm blessed. <laughs> I mean, God's people are just so so wonderful. They're so wonderful. You say, Well, God don't never bless me. Well, what do you ever do to deserve a blessing for God? Just going to church, I didn't going to get it. It helped. Just going to church, sitting on a pew. I preached a message one time, and I may preach it again one of these days if God allows it. Are you a spectator or a participator? 
See, there's a difference in the two, a participator and a spectator. Sometimes I think we've got more spectators than we've got participators in the house of God. So I was sitting there the other day, my, I had two mowers tore up at one time, two riding mowers. Michael, he, I finally had to get on him. Folks been there before, but he wasn't. And I jumped him last Sunday, and I think it made him feel guilty, and he called me the other night. He said, well, you, you going to be at home in the morning? I said, yeah. He said, well, I'm going to come down and check your mower. Sometimes you got to remind people, you know. Sure enough, he was. Well, I pulled out the other day, and I've been mowing, and I was going to scatter a little grass, you know, and I pulled the blades on electronic on one of them Dixie choppers, and I pulled it on, and the blade wouldn't turn. Well, I called Mark, and Mark said, well, maybe a bailed off or maybe a wire off. Well, Danny's out, me and him checked it, but he knows less than I did, I guess, about it. He said, I believe you need to call Lee Burton. <laughs> I called Lee. said, Pastor, I'll be down when I get on my bus route tomorrow. I'll pass your house about two. And he said, you watch for me because I'll park the bus. Sure enough, he was. He come down with his tester and he tested everything. I'm talking about how blessed I am. I know people, church people. He come down and he tested them. Run it down. He said, Pastor, it's a switch on it. I thought, oh, God, what's this one called on a Dixie chopper? He said, I'll find this one. So he got to looking and looking. He called me that night and said, I found one. said, I ordered it. Told me he'd be here one day this week, you know. Well, he called me. I believe it was Wednesday. Is that right, Lee? Pastor, he said, Emma, I believe it was Emma went to the mailbox and there the switch was. He said, I'll bring it to church tonight if you want to put it on. I said, no, no. You just wait and bring it down there and put it on. I'm liable to hook it up backwards and burn up more than what that thing cost. He said, okay, I'll be down. So he come down and he put the switch on for me. Me and Danny is over there. One morning, was it Friday morning, Danny? And old Curry come out. He hadn't blessed me for a while. He come out and he had me a big block of cheese. Boy, I really thought I was blessed, but guess what? Here comes Dean Morrison over there. What was that, Thursday or Friday? Friday, what? Thursday? Thursday. Come walking up the door. And see, the Bible says if you'll give, it'll be returned to you. Yeah. Here he come. My cucumbers run out. I give him cucumber. And here he come, a sack of cucumber in one hand, had another bag in the other. I think Tynchy had informed him he liked she like cantaloupe. Did she inform you that? <laughs> Had a cantaloupe in the oven. I took it down and said it on the table. My wife said, what's that? I said, cucumber. And I'm watching this. Uh, oh, she said, that's a big cantaloupe. And I told him to come in. He said, no. He said, I got something else. And he went out. He brought, here he come carrying a big watermelon up there. I was like a little brown cocoa. You remember him? How you liked the watermelon when you was going to school a little bit? Big old watermelon. I believe it's the best thing I ever eat. So I was blessed with a watermelon, a cantaloupe, cheese. I've just been blessed all week. Just been blessed all week. <laughs> yes, ma'am. Yeah, go ahead. 
spectator. Absolutely. Amen. Well, the Bible said in the book of Matthew, he said, Who the Son is set, son is set free, he's what? Free indeed. Who the Son is set free, he is free indeed. Yes, sir. Boy, we're having some Bible studies, ain't we? Whew. My goodness. Crowd is picking up. Sunday night service picking up. And we're picking up here. Who is your shepherd this morning? I give Lee a bunch of scripture, and we got, I think, one or two verses there, but that's all right. You got the point, right? Who is your shepherd? Stand with me this morning. They come and get us on. If you don't know the shepherd this morning, feel free to come to this altar. You're watching on Facebook, Romans 10 and 9. I think it's Romans 10 and 9, is that right? If you will believe in your heart, confess your mouth the Lord Jesus Christ, he said you shall be saved. If you don't know the shepherd that I've been preaching about this morning, he's for everybody. He's for everybody. You might say, and people might be telling you, that you've done too much. There's no way you can get saved, but that's a lie of the devil. I've never read in this Bible, and I've run from, read from front to back preached it for many years now but I've never found one place in the Bible where Jesus turned anybody out but I did read in this Bible that one day if you're not right with God if you're not repenting of your sin I do read in this Bible in the book of Revelation and other places when that trumpet sound and you stand before the great white throne of judgment and you will stand before it you're going to be thrown out then. You're not going to be entered in to be thrown out. He's just going to say, depart from me. I don't know you. Them will be the saddest words you ever heard, knowing that you've missed heaven and you've had all these opportunities to get to know Jesus Christ. What about it this morning? Would you bow your heads as they sang this song?